DJ Do. It's a Friday. It's a Friday episode. You know what that means. We got a visit from Vin. We got the Mill Street on the desk. Been a long time, actually. Many people don't know before Lou Later ever existed. You and I, we filmed some kind of show a little bit similar to this all the way back on King Street. Small timers. We had X-Men in the background with like a big shelf. That thing looked brutal. Young Willie Do. That thing looked like trash. Is this still up? I don't know. Probably not. But we've actually... Uh, this had been in the making. Easy, man! Jeez, dude! <laughs> Yo, we gotta start over now. What the f***? No, just... 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 No, just yeah, just... <laughs> It wasn't on screen, dude. Beast feed brings that up right away. Oh, it wasn't on screen. Oh, okay. We can stay live then. Holy nah, cow. Holy cow. Will you be careful with that, man? You threw me off there. What is this guy doing right now? And I don't think it's still up anyway. Don't worry about it. Point being is we we got secret stuff from long years ago as we imagine a show like this might exist in. We were terrible at it. We didn't. We were scrambled eggs before this, and now, yeah. now we're an omelet. Uh, yeah. With all the toppings, we're, no, we're less scrambled. Slightly. Yeah. You got all the. Maybe there's some cheese in the omelet, and some, possibly some green peppers, maybe some onions. Yeah. And you gotta be careful when you cook it. You don't want to play with it too much. You know, <laughs> you gotta flip it the right moment and all this stuff. Anyway, speaking of omelets, lead story today. Look at this. I want to have some fun with it. You know, people, I hear people out there. Mm. They 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 reach out on social media and they say, every single episode, you're going to put Apple or Tim Cook or Elon Musk or something like that. Yes. And I'm like, I don't look, man. Stuff happens. I don't get to necessarily choose what's at the top of the feed, what most people are talking about that day. You got the news and... And I bring it, whatever it happens to be, what people are talking about. But every so often, maybe on a Friday, maybe with Vin on the show, shout out Vin. He decided to uh, shave his face today for this episode prior to coming. He's the only one with standards. That's true. You know? Yeah. I mean, look at him. He did take the jacket off, though. So he's a little comfier. Yeah. Ever so slightly. It's a little cold in here. I, I could have it colder. I could easily have it colder. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Well, people have been trying to figure out the temperature because Vin has the jacket. I got the t-shirt and Will's in between normally. So people are trying to figure out the temperature for those that are actually that curious. I think it's 19.5 oh, okay. Celsius for those that are wondering if you need it. You probably need to do a Celsius conversion. Anyway, the lead story today, because it is a Friday, because Vin's on the show, because Vin's freshly shaven. We got to give him something out of left field that he's not expecting. How about this? Fancy toaster company, Balmuda or Balmuda, like Bermuda, Bermuda Triangle. Hmm. I Care think it's a ladder. Careful out there, Will. 
travel travel down yeah i don't know you just triangle might go missing i don't know i love that uh conspiracy you're all about those triangles yeah yeah steer clear it's great anytime they find triangles it's like pyramids it's like look at the money what's on the money illuminati uh eyeballs all seeing eye all seeing (laughs) skull and bones you see what happens in here on a Friday? You get Vin involved. You see where this thing ends wow. up going? We're kicked no. off YouTube now. That's mm. all it took. Yeah. Toaster company. This toaster company, so you have the toaster, Well, Yeah. And you've just been toasting it up, this company, and you were saying, this is a fantastic toaster. But never did you imagine that this company was going to make an Android phone. Mm. It's a Japanese company. Yeah, well, they make a great toaster. Um, hopefully they make a good Android phone. You need to tell us a little something about this toaster because we need to get Uh, some backstory to figure out how they may approach this Android phone that they're supposedly working on. uh, Well, they have a really cool technique in their toaster. Basically, you add a little bit of water and it actually steams it uh, before it actually toasts it. Just remind me a little bit of that Mitsubishi. Yes, mm. absolutely. Mm. Although, did you add water in there? I did what I had to do. You forced it? I put the Cobb's bread in. Yeah. Man, that Cobb's bread, it'll yeah. get you. It'll get you every time. Oh, it's great. Um, it, this toaster is great. It'll hit Vin right in the carbs. Just what he's looking for. Yeah. Uh, so the toaster is great, and then... Out of nowhere, out of left field, they say, oh, by the way, toaster's been doing well. Oh, Three, by the way, it's really expensive. 329 Yeah. For a toaster. And but actually, it's worth it. Look at I this. They're, they're not even calling it a toaster. They said bread heater. The uh, Japanese company's 329 bread heater has something of a cult-like following due to its fancy design that uses steam for an enhanced texture. The company is getting ready to enter an altogether new product category, smartphones. Uh, here we got some word from the CEO. It's not. Me- it will not merely be a stylish appliance, but promised instead to create proprietary apps and offer great everyday use handsets. I mean, what do you have proprietary apps as an appliance company? Some sort of integration with your toaster. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, it's gonna have. It's gonna run Android. It's gonna have five G, and they're gonna have an exclusive agreement with SoftBank. You ever heard of SoftBank? Yeah. They run a few phones over there in Japan. Don't they got that guy as well? Isn't he involved? The guy with the huge investment fund? Yeah. Uh, he yeah. was originally SoftBank or still involved. Yeah, Soft. Look at this. Scandal. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm trying to remember. Oh, I, no. Not a scandal. No, he's been, he's been <laughs> crushing. He's been crushing it. Yeah, he's doing he, well. He has been just absolute. Look at this. Reports record net profit for a Japanese company, $46 billion. And he's got the uh, top name in the game, as far as I'm concerned. The really cool gangster name. I'm talking about Masayoshi-san. Very cool. I don't know about you. You want to go toe-to-toe with that? No. You know what's crazy? Oh, he's the CEO since 1986. I see. I was like, this guy born in 1986? Making me look young right now. (laughs) 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 No, no, CEO since 86. The world's largest technology-focused venture capital fund, over $100 billion in capital. And I know it wasn't easy for him all the time. I listened to a podcast. Therefore, I know everything about him. 
One single podcast. Yeah, that's all you need. That's what everybody says. You know, you can recite like what they heard on the podcast as if they were an expert because they spent an hour with it. Sure, yeah. For sure you've seen it before, Will. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this is going to be a deal exclusively in disagreement with SoftBank and the toaster company and a smartphone with the 5G. And apparently it's some sort of a collab with a company that you may remember, but maybe not. Kyocera or Kyocera? Kyocera? You guys remember this brand? Mm. Early days. Japan. Look up, look up some of their designs. Because I didn't even know they were still doing it. But this stuff used to be exported. We saw it from time to time. I'm talking pre-smartphone, at least the last time I checked it out. But they've been in the smartphone game too, I guess, as you can see. Oh, look at that. They got the rugged phones. You've been a rugged phone guy in the past, Vin. You used to carry that brick around. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Ucatel K10,000. You see that, Will? You, do you remember You remember that brick he was carrying? He couldn't his he couldn't keep his pants up. Oh, yeah. it was dragging along the side. If if he happened to if he happened to walk past you in a loose pant and and it and it was to brush up against you it was a hazard. Uh. That's the level he was carrying around. It was a self defense weapon. In the event of some sort of conflict, he could whip this out, and it was a brick in the pocket. Mm. It doubles. It had three months battery life. <laughs> Do they have pictures of this? Uh... No. Toaster. No. The toaster, toaster phone? phone? No. no, not yet. It's early days. I'm all in. Yeah. On a toaster phone? Yeah. <laughs> you hey. say that like we're playing a poker match. Uh, I'm all in. They make a great toaster. So. Well, let me ask you this, Vin. You say you're all in, but at this point, I'm not sure what you're more interested in, the toaster or the phone? No, the phone. I don't. You don't I need don't, the toaster? No, no. Okay. But the toaster is sending you some sort of a signal that you need the phone. What well, is the signal you're getting? No, I've been looking into phones from Japan for three years, probably. Wow. There's really nothing going on. There's, okay, so you're like, what about Sony? You don't include Sony? No, not. No, hey, man, no. we talk. No, well, okay, outside of Sony. Sony's been doing cool stuff as well. I think you got to throw them in the mix. I wanted Japan domestic market. Not I see. Yeah. All right. You want that. You want the Japan that when you have it here, it's rare. Like you, it's hard to get. No. I mean, it used to be like that. I recall I would want to order things like he's talking about, which would be exclusive to the Japanese market because it would make it feel special that I would import it. And there used to be websites dedicated to certain bizarre, in my case, it was more Sony fandom, but like certain bizarre laptops or pocket computers from Japan that would have been in that market. I can't even remember some of the models now. Or I remember uh, buying some some gaming devices with emulators from that market as mm. well. The G, GP32 or GPD, mm. I don't know what I was up to as a youngster, mm. but I used to be interested in these things. Oh, yeah, and never mind some of the Panasonic Tough Books that used to be a dream. I was like, once I get that, then I made it. That's what I used to think. They were lightweight. They would run it over with a truck, and then it never came. Mm. Some of that stuff. I know they're still doing it, but obviously the marketplace has changed so much now. I used to dream about these things as a youngster. 
So you're not alone, Vin. How does the word Kyocera make you feel? Mm. I mean, the toaster looks, I think it'll, it'll mimic or take on certain style elements. So it is sending you positive signals. Yeah. Maybe it's just, it's good design. Yeah. But we'll wait and see for the software. I can hey. deal with bad software. It's okay. You just rewrite it? Whatever it is, it is. I'll tell you something about that. Uh, if you go back to the toaster picture, it is a unique kind of design style for consumer electronics. Dare I say European looking? Dare mm. I say? Now I'm looking at the dial on the left of the toaster and it looks like things other than toast. See, I had a question about pizza and I see a pizza slice. Yes. And I'm going to go ahead and guess that if you throw a leftover pizza slice in there, you may revitalize such a thing. Oh, yeah. You I, may bring such a thing back to life. I did it yesterday. <laughs> this is the type of thing you're doing on your spare time? Dude, I use this every day. Yeah. It's uh, my go-to. Is this an endorsement deal? I would love one. <laughs> Let me ask some. Uh, what was the pizza you put in there? It was a Domino's. No, no, what was on top of the pizza? Oh, my neighbor actually gave it to me. Um, but I wasn't really sure. I think it was like... Wait a sec, wait a sec, wait, wait, or, wait, uh, wait, wait a second here. Why? We're at this level with the neighbors already? <laughs> yeah, they're, uh, yeah, they're friendly. You just went over there. Uh, You're swapping pizza already? Well, yeah, they had a lot of leftovers. This is... What? what? I mean, I know you're a friendly guy, but... I mean... You're walking around town collecting the old pizza? I'm not collecting it, but... Sound like it? Uh, donations are, are very welcome. <laughs> I don't mind a pizza. Okay, okay, there. hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. How many slices you take? From the leftover. <laughs> I didn't take any. No, no, no. no. You tell um, the truth here, Will. This is a place of truth. It was uh, actually, they were very generous. They <gasps> gave me like three quarters of the pizza. <laughs> and it took me a couple days to finish it. Yeah. it. Is this a knock at the door? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're very nice. Shout out to the neighbors. And Willie Do is all of a sudden, he moves over here and he's the mayor of the town. Or, like, Take it, yeah, I mean, take it one step at a time over here. Yeah. I mean, well done. So you throw the slice in there. You don't even remember the toppings. It doesn't matter. But I was curious because here's, here's the reason I asked about the toppings. Mm. Because I was thinking if you had a lot of meat, let's say, on top of the thing, maybe not chicken, but like let's say you had pepperoni or anything like in that direction. Like what's going on with the, the grease factor? Because, you know, if you put a slice in the, in the microwave, it can be you want to put on a plate or – like, can yeah. you, do you put a plate in here or you put it right on the surface? Yeah, I put it on the grill. Like, on the... Uh, put it right on the grill. Yeah. And it's, it gets crispy, but there's no problem with the... with the. This is the this is incredible. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's great. So I totally recommend this. And you toaster. use the pizza, the pizza setting? Yes, specifically. So. Wow. I mean, it's pricey, but it's, from everything you're saying, this sounds like a dream come true. It's, it's good. 
I'm wow. telling you. Okay. All right. So we can't wait to see. Do you have the black one or the white one? I have the black one. Yeah, that looks better. That looks like an old school oven. Sure, yeah. Yeah. In a cabin. They made it look old and new at the same time. And I like in this photo, they left the crumbs over there. Yeah. Look how not? realistic that is. With a cutting board, they left the crumbs. Normally, you, you sweep that away for the photo, but this is real life. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Anyway, uh, they're, go they're going to do a smartphone. I have no idea. If it looks kind of like this, if they don't, but how can you? So that's the problem with smartphones. It's just, they end up looking boring. It's hard for, for it to feel like a unique identity in smartphones, isn't it? Mm. But if they can bring any of that, that aesthetic, because I'm telling you, it's not going to be Kirasira, uh, uh aesthetic. They got like the neo tokyo thing going on uh -huh. it's very futuristic angular especially these rugged phones are the last we're looking at over here but toaster phone i'm on the lookout for toaster phone hit me up hit me up balmuda hit me up japan hit me up kyocera hit me up sony everyone I'll, I'll check it out like they got a lantern and a kettle the kettle looks nice too i might have to get that yeah i think kirk got this one I might have to get that too. Wow. What, cool. what a time to be alive. All right, next up, we talk a little bit about Apple. It's one Apple story today. An Apple a day keeps the doctor away. Now, before you scroll too far over here, you see all those colors on there? Vin, I need you to focus on those colors right there. What do you see? What do you see? Mm, I was going to say something, but I held it back. You're on the air right now, I Vin. I know. I know. You know what you got on the line right now? <laughs> yeah, don't be canceled there, bud. Yeah, you just got on this scene. You can't get canceled already. You just shaved your face, man. Wow, oh, I don't know. I'm just asking you to to read out the different colors you see there. That's all. Nothing too complicated. Uh, uh, moss. Wow. All right. We're having fun with this right now. Uh, he called it. He called the green one moss. Will. Well, kind of. I don't. What is the yellow well, sunburst? Yeah, I was gonna say that, but tangerine it for the more. orange. Red velvet. Purple. Purple. Uh, it appears that people only want to buy the blue one. That's the story. Oh. Uh, they did a survey. This company, Cell Cell. More than the silver? They did a survey. Okay. And first of all, it doesn't look like a lot of people are going to buy this unit. Only 14% of respondents said they're gonna, that they're interested in a 24-inch iMac. Uh, I don't think the iMac is necessarily the hottest product category that apple has desktop computers obviously lack some of the versatility of things like ipads and laptops but this thing is impossibly thin it's a little bit of fun it's like an ipad on a stick i said in the past some people still need it but 14 percent responded that they were going to be interested among them by far the most popular color option was blue 33.4 percent then silver takes up 30 percent Green goes all the way down to 13. Yellow is 6.8. Pink is 4.1. And orange is 3.3. 3. 
So it kind of sounds like people aren't all that interested in this insane variety of color options. And maybe they could have got away. I mean, it's nice to have it. Uh, uh, but the orange one, 3% of respondents are looking at the orange. Now, this is one small survey. What, they had 3,000 people. 3,000 iPhone or iPad owners who are 18 years or older based in the United States were in the survey. Hmm. Yeah, do, do you see an office full of, like, orange iMacs? No, it's gonna, it has to fit your decor. Like some sort of design firm or something. Interior design firm. Sure. Or orders up, like, five in orange. I don't, I don't. That's very bold. Well, they're supposed to be bold. They're designers. They're supposed yeah. to be bold. No. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No hate. It's just, uh, I, it's hard to see it. If yeah. It's just like a room full of like different colors, but I don't know. Rainbow room, rainbow road. It's like when we put the ceiling, you need on a trigger right now. Cause this ceiling, we had a rainbow road. It could. Yeah. This ceiling can do rainbow road. People don't even know. Uh, anyway, I think I ordered the blue one. I can't even remember, but obviously I'm not alone. A lot of people did it. Now, the other thing that came up in a survey was around AirTags. Apparently, 61% of iPhone, iPad users intend to buy AirTags. 61%. That's an easy little line item right there. That's printing printing money right there. Mm. And, and not only printing money, but keeping you locked in. That's yep. some heavy, heavy ecosystem play. Once you're into the AirTags on everything, once you're into the precision tracking. Mm. And then a couple of other things. Uh, the new iPad Pro with the M1 chip, 25% of respondents intend to buy it. So that's not bad at all. And looking towards the future, a massive 82% of respondents want to see Face ID authentication added to iMacs and MacBooks. That's right. the, one of the biggest responses. Yeah, why is that not there? Yeah. They, with, You got Face ID. I mean, I, you can fit the components on the MacBook. For sure. And yeah. it's on Windows with Windows Hello. So it's a bit odd. And it's always plugged in. So battery wouldn't be an issue. No, no. It's constantly scanning. Talking about the iMac? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. iMac can have Face ID. No problem. Yeah, I wonder why it's not. Yeah. Well, they want to shrink the bezel. Maybe it's a cost consideration. I don't really know. But anyway, some fun little findings inside of the uh, survey there. Hmm. Samsung is bringing a better blockchain asset management to Galaxy phones. The, their own Hardware wallet, blockchain wallet support hmm. inside of your Galaxy device. And it's leveraging some of their security stuff. You know, they've been talking about their Samsung Knox security platform encrypted. Yes. You've heard about this? Oh, you're on. Oh, wait, wait. Are you doing this? No. Oh, but okay. I always see it like every time I boot up my uh, Samsung phone, mm -hmm. it's always like Knox yeah. first. And then... It shows the Samsung logo. Yeah, so that Knox debuted on an S10 back in 2019. And this, uh, this, gives you, this allows for access to dApps on the Samsung blockchain key store framework. So it's not, just, it's not just a place to store your crypto, but you can actually access tokens, oh. ERC tokens, tokens, blockchain-based tokens. So it's actually a little bit more comprehensive than just a your typical wallet. I know a lot, a lot more software wallets are doing this kind of thing now. Hmm. But it's interesting it's built in there and then it's locked behind 
Samsung's enhanced security features exclusive to their particular devices. Mm. And it's only it's it's Samsung mentioning it, but it is an interesting conversation in general about where technology companies are fitting into the crypto future. Yeah, any type of integration they'll try to find a way. Because then you can draw the next lines. You can go, okay, you want to have my crypto, but wait, you also got Samsung Pay. Yeah. Can we talk? Mm-hmm. Can we have a chat? And then all of a sudden I'm tapping and scanning. If I can move from that direction to the other, or if I can have it all integrated in one thing. Sure, yeah. You see where I'm going with this, Will? Yeah. Yeah, ease of use. The ecosystem. And you know, Samsung, they're quick to adopt. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we'll see things adopted over there before you're going to see it happen on iOS. But it is curious. We're having this crypto madness going on right now. And the tech companies, consumer tech companies, pretty quiet, pretty quiet. Even though my news feed, which is mostly tech, crypto, 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 crypto. You got to think they're listening. You mm-hmm. got to think they're sniffing around. <laughs> it's possible. Yep. Obviously, Samsung sniffing around over here. Samsung notes that devices running Android 9 or newer will support the update. It does not include all phones in all regions. Obviously, there's different rules around crypto and things like this. I don't know. Look into it. All right. Let's stick with crypto for a second. Elon Musk is just Mr. News right now. Mr. Headline. Made all the statements. I don't like this energy use. I don't know about this Bitcoin. Don't know how I feel. People got angry. He said, you're messing with my wallet. Mm. People said, you got unlimited money. What about me? I'm on the hook. Well, the market went down and then the market went back. And I don't know if you know anything about crypto. Well, yeah. goes up, it goes down. That's what they say, right? Goes up, it goes down. It sort of bounced back, and then he came back online and said, oh, to be clear, I know all these stories. I I know I use the word coal. I know we talk about a zombie power plant coming back to mine crypto, natural gas burn off, natural resources, mine Bitcoin. I heard all that, but he comes today on the Twitter and he says, I believe in crypto. I just believe in this one crypto. Mm. Goes by the name of Doge. Can I just say something? Do you mind, Will, if I say something here? Sure. I know people are not going to like this. But I just have to be honest. When it comes to memes, right? If we're going to call them meme coins, what is the lifespan of a meme? What happens with memes? Memes are hot for a minute and they're not for a minute. And I know they can get passed around and remixed a billion times and they exist in the space. They're out there floating around. But they can also get old. They can also get dated. Can a meme die? Yeah. You ever heard the term dead meme? Yeah. Hey, man, that's a dead meme. Mm. I'm not saying that that's going on here because he came back and tweeted about Doge. 
He came back and tweeted, I'm going to talk to the developers. I'm going to improve it myself through these chats. But is it, it, and this could just be me. It just doesn't feel so hot anymore. It's only so many jokes. It's only so many uh, doge being held up. It's only so many Snoop Dogg comments. It's only so many, I heard the joke. Do you know what I'm saying here, Will? Am I crazy? Go ahead, Will. Well, you talked about how Dogecoin is more than the name. I'm not calling it dead. I, for the record, it's a thought. I'm just traveling down. I'm traveling down a thought process. I'm trying to find feelings, see what yeah. is going on. Like, why is it? That originally there was such novelty. And this is like so many things in life, isn't it? Why is it that it felt so innocent at one point and then it feels contrived at another? Is it really just the scope of time? Maybe it's just the fluidity of the internet. How they interpret memes. It could be bad or it could be good. Yeah, it's up to, to each their own. To each their own. The internet culture uh, moves the meme mentality. But what about you? If all of a sudden Willie Do is future boss, hmm. and, and all of a sudden you have a choice to name, label, choose the cryptocurrency of the future. Yeah. Day to day, day to day using it, you want it to be Doge? Day-to-day, uh, -day market supremacy. How long is that create, does that create a chuckle for you? Yeah. it's It wouldn't be fun like 10 years from now because it'll just feel old because it, it's a meme. It almost, exactly, but it almost has two, so, yeah. I don't know. What the hell is Coca-Cola? We've been saying that for 100 years. What does it matter? It's a name. Yeah. What does it matter? Well, anyway, here's the thing. Doge bounces back. It goes up. Because guess what? You're Elon Musk. You move the market wherever, wherever it's going to go. If you find it funny, guess what? 70 million people that follow you, they also find it funny. It's quite possible. Sure, yeah. And then we're all going to agree it has value because that's how it works. We map to the enthusiasm. Whatever people like, they like. No problemo. That's fair. However, it's also worth noting, one of the co-founders of Dogecoin, not such an Elon Musk fan by the looks of it. Hmm. Check it out. Dogecoin co-creator called Elon Musk a self-absorbed grifter. I know this is the type of story right here that Vin signed up for when, when he when he when he stepped into the bathroom and he got the slick shave going. This is the one right here. He was prepared for. This is the one he. This is the one he brought the. He brought some ammunition for. Hmm. In a now deleted tweet, he left the tweet up for one minute. One minute. This guy has kind of left the web. He had a YouTube channel at one time, uh, an engineer. Originally created Doge kind of as a joke, but also it has some merit to it. And that's another thing I should put out there. You, a lot of talk around energy consumption and efficiency. and Sure, whatever you want to call it, whatever your name for the crypto is, really... At some point, you can shift the fundamentals. You can fix things. There's rumors about 
the technology behind Doge changing, mm. and actually it's coming up in uh, in the next tab. Anyway, so this was a tweet deleted in one minute. He called Elon a self-absorbed uh, grifter, and then followed it up. And this one's for Vin. He said, "P.S. SNL episode was cringe, bro." That one's for Vin right there. <laughs> it's important to note this individual, Jackson Palmer, co-founder, didn't make a cent off this. But from what I can find, from what I can read online, he did not profit. He's not a billionaire. None of these things. From Doge itself. I can imagine him sitting there watching all this value get created and all this money get pushed around and the hype machine in full effect. I can imagine that not being all that fun. He'd been mostly quiet on the internet, came out of nowhere for this one minute, for this this one minute tweet. And he immediately said, after this tweet only has one minute on it, I'm going to delete it after that, and I'm going to go back into the quiet. But of course, people, back into the shadows. But people took screenshots, obviously, and put it out there and reposted it. Palmer, who created the digital Dogecoin currency in 2013 with fellow software engineer Billy Marcus, as a joke, says... He has not been involved with the Dogecoin project or cryptocurrency market in many years. People were su su very surprised to see these tweets because he's been so quiet for so long. Now, also, here's another thing. You create something, you kind of back off of it, and then he tweets out that he's in contact with developers at Doge to, like, fix it all up, fix up your creation, and you're like, hey, man. I was there in 2013 kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Vin, what do you think about all this? Well, the whole thing was weird. Yeah. The message. Yeah. I like this, though. Yeah. I would like to hear more. You want to talk to Jackson Palmer right now? Yeah. Yeah, you, someone's got to get him to talk because he's got something. He's pent up. He's got yeah. something going on. We need to get me in this chair right over here. Yeah. Say, hey, man, what's, what's going on? What's wrong with Elon? What about Doge? What should people do? Yeah, he's obviously very opinionated. Well, he's, he was intimately involved in the creation of the Pretty thing. sure, yeah. So, you know, it was his baby for a minute, at least. Baby's been adopted. Mm. Was there ever an answer as to why... The message from Elon was done up that way. Was that due to the number of characters, or why? Why was it? Like oh, that, yeah, a screenshot like that. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So you you would have a character limit. This is an easier way to use a text editor, type it up, do your spell checks, then screenshot it. Yeah. This is common social media practice, Finn. Then just remove some of the words and fit it in. The, the whole feel of this is very... Statement, man. Uh, Come on, Vin. This happens on social media all the time. You're not about it. It it doesn't fit with his uh, style, you know? Mm. Yeah, I mean, this could be a company... Yeah, well, that this the is the company side of decision. him. You're saying it has a more corporate look to it. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, it looks like a vetted statement, certainly. 
to an extent, but it was also, you know, you got to fit everything in there. What you're about to say, although even this wasn't enough because he followed up with the different tweets about being in support of crypto in general and talking to the Doge people and everything else. I feel like he should have talked to the Cardano people. But anyway, whatever, it doesn't matter. Elon's going to do what he's going to do. People even saying, why don't you just make your own crypto? Stop all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But a little bit more on Dogecoin. Apparently, there's some speculation that it will also move away from proof of work towards proof of stake. This is one way to alleviate some of the energy consumption concerns. This is technology that already exists, other, other crypto, including the likes of Cardano, which I just mentioned, also Ethereum 2.0. Expected to do the same, find more efficiency, save more energy, satisfy the environmental crowd, satisfy planet Earth. Uh, maybe these are what some of the conversations between Doge developers and Elon himself are focused on. And this is just speculation, by the way, from experts that this would be a significant or an important move in order to increase adoption. And then the next story... As part of it here, another key key thing that has to happen for this Doge thing to be really real has to get on Coinbase, and apparently that's happening in six to eight weeks. There was a vote that took place. Uh, people can apparently put shares towards voting for topics at Coinbase's shareholder meeting. Second most voted topic with 888 thousand shares put toward it was about profit and revenue growth the first most voted topic was about adding dogecoin 1.5 million shares put towards it Hmm. everybody wants a piece of the hype uh this is a business coinbase is a business it's fourth in market cap so it's definitely a message it's significant it's there it's alive still down on the seven day it's been trying to bounce back. Still down on the seven day. That's Saturday Night Live. Didn't recover from that yet. Mm. Actually, Cardano is alive and well. Still working. Yeah. Still working. Kind of mapping close to Ethereum now. Like as far as the chart's concerned. Ethereum bounced back. Are we a crypto channel now? Well, it's hard not to be, man. <laughs> I told you, I told you my feed. That's what happened to my feed. It, technology gets quiet for a minute and crypto gets loud for a minute. You know, I don't choose what's going on in the world. So I don't have any intent to be a crypto channel. I could just as easily be a subway channel, have Vin on every day, break it down for us. I had the rotisserie chicken. First time over here, the guy you said, who's loaded up with rotisserie. Oh, he's got a full bucket <laughs> of rotisserie sitting there. And I had it heated up. I had the rotisserie heated up uh, as yeah, well. Yeah. And... Uh, as far as Subway goes, it was a great time. Yeah. As far as, good. as far as Subway goes, it was a great time. Yeah. Like, you know what Subway, they're making the sandwich in two seconds. So you got to, ah. Uh, what? This, oh, show your I expectation saw... a little bit. It does not look like that, for the record. It's a little more shredded and like be, it's a little more beat up. Yeah, it looks like that. Well, go up to the, top. I thought I saw their discontinuing rotisserie chicken. Or, this no. one? Oh, the, the roast beef? Subway discontinued. Oh, and the chicken. What? Oh, uh-oh. You got Vin's attention. That was June 22nd of 2020. No, they, didn't, they didn't discontinue it. Maybe in certain markets. We still got it. 
We still got it. Although Vin didn't find it at the other location. Uh, running on old chicken. <laughs> chicken <laughs> reserves. You know what I put? You know what's crazy? What I did with it? Uh, is I put a little bit of Southwest sauce. Yeah, you could do whatever you want with it. But it totally, yeah. it totally created a unique experience. Yeah. yeah. And because it wasn't the first one you would think to put over there. Like Southwest, I mean, I don't, it wasn't the first one you would think. Which, which, which one are you putting on the rotisserie? No sauce. A dry one? Yeah. Interesting. Bold. Care to explain? Cheese. Yeah. Lettuce, tomato, onion, salt, pepper. Done. What, which is the bread that, of choice? Italian urban cheese. Easy. Mm. I, I'm getting that on everything. That's a, that's a little bit extravagant, though. No. It's good. Italian urban cheese? Mm -hmm. <sighs> a little bit luxurious, though. Anyway, so Coinbase looks like they're going <laughs> to add it. It goes more, balloons more, goes to the moon. Doge is your crypto of the future. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Or not. That's the beauty of it. Mm -hmm. Goes up, goes down. Yeah, Look so that. he comes out tomorrow and says, after careful consideration go ahead go ahead what you got Vin? i'm looking for something else oh <laughs> and tanks it and kills everyone and then everyone just flops over and dies yeah it's this, my life savings man it's no, only happened with... so many times i think it okay can't, like vin are you done convinced. with these tweets is that the idea you're saying look man he goes with sheep is it because people <laughs> is it because people got their stuff on the line and you feel like people there, no, I said there should be no single face representing movements like this. But he didn't ask for it. He doesn't back away from it either. That is true. So you like, you're more of a Jackson Palmer guy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't help it, man. I'm going to say you get to a point. I'm not, look. He doesn't need anybody to defend him. I mean, it's, it, it, it is what it is. But you get to a point where the influence that you have is uh, not something you can control to a certain extent. You, you want, I agree with that. Yeah. Like you, 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 it's up to the people at a certain point. At a certain point, you got to look at him like, like you got to just you got to just read between the lines and say, look. And I know this is. That's so difficult to do. Because even myself, when I get involved... By the way, I'm out of everything. Just back to Ethereum. Leave me alone. A little update on my own uh, trading. And I feel so much healthier like that. Sure, yeah. As opposed to goofing around. But that's just me. I don't want to be staring at a thing and swiping and scrolling all day. But uh, And I just... But anyway, we don't need to get into it. See, like, The point being is... I, wait, 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 hold on. Oh, you, oh. you even saying that will influence other people to go for Ethereum. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And I got to, and then Vin could be on another show. You could do about Vin could it. be on another show saying that guy needs to shut his mouth. <laughs> Vin could be on another show eating. His own show. No, or he's just sitting at home watching. He's biting to his rotisserie. He goes, this guy needs to shut his mouth. Yeah. Exactly. With all this damn influence. Yeah. What can you do, man? It's the nature of social media. There's really no way around it. There's no, I can't, you can't even say, Vin, you're an influencer. You know how many people got rotisserie chicken after you told them to? 
Then somebody took a bite into one of those rotisserie chicken or they drove halfway across town to the second subway. They didn't find it. They wasted their whole afternoon because of your influence. Ben has I a lot of influence. Well, I, it's solid advice. I, the negative impact off that, I don't know. Subway to subway, maybe they mess it up a bit. But Well, but the individuals, subway franchisee is like, why are all these... Rotisserie chicken orders way no, up. I'm not, not prepared for this. I'm, I'm not, not prepared no for this. I got all these people asking for all these upset customers leaving terrible reviews because this guy on the internet, Vin. No, please. <laughs> I want Vin's chicken subway sandwich. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're just ordering. They're like, it's not who happening. is that? What? Yeah. Who's this Vin Musk you're talking about? <laughs> Vinny Musk. Mm -mm. With the musk sauce. Vinny Musky. No. Is a muskie a type of fish? Mm-hmm. It is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Look at this. Yeah, look at how big that is. You got no idea, Willie. Do you ever fish for something like that? No. You ever go fishing, Will? I do, yeah. I not, not now, but I used to. Yeah. What were you fishing for? Uh, you know, just bass, sturgeon. Easy. Sometimes trout. You ever catch anything? Yeah. Uh, I I caught some bass here and there. You were out on the lake? Mm-hmm. Were you on the shore or in a boat? On a boat. Easy. Yeah, very fun. Well, my kids, keep, my kids keep asking, we got to go fishing, this and that. So I'm about to get in depth with it. I'm about to go hunt one of these down. Look at those guys right there. A little musky for you. You know Willie Doo's been trying to get into golf, Finn? You mm -hmm. imagine that? Well, I was always into golf. I used to play. I know, but you're but, trying to get into it. You ask me a lot of serious questions. Yeah. <laughs> it's the location of. And I'm the wrong guy to ask because this guy's Mr. Golf over here. Is that a golf? That Are you so? wearing a golf hat right now? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was thinking to... I've been looking at simulators recently. Mm. Mm. You got that hat... In, uh, did you get that hat in Vegas at the... Uh, what is it? Top Golf? <laughs> no. Top I think I... Golf. Yeah. Is that I what it's could, called? Why am I yeah, going... Yeah, why yeah. am I... That's no, it is top golf. It's a blast. Yeah. Did you do the top golf? No, I wasn't there. Where the hell were you? I don't know. I missed out apparently. Why didn't you go to the top golf in Vegas? Uh, uh it was the uh, McGregor fight. I didn't go. Mm -mm. It wasn't the only time. We went during CES too, as well. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Oh, you were snoozing, man. Yeah. Probably. You're taking a nap. Yeah, I fully regret it. I heard it's a good time. It's so good. They were supposed to open one around here. I, I, They got to do it, man. It's a lot of fun. Anyway, here's another one. This is the one that Vin wants to see. Oh, yeah. Show him the top golfer. It's a blast. If you got top golf nearby, just uh, right. go hang well, out. I thought, blast. I don't know if they're supposed to be. I think there were plans to put one here. Over in Woodbridge or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or it might have actually been downtown. I can't remember, but uh, we got to revitalize that. I think Cineplex was going to team up or yeah. they're going to figure something out. But, you know, 
since everything's coming roaring back now, post-COVID talk, people are looking for activities. Now's the time. Get her going. Get it going. Around here, there's a lot of golfers over here. Yeah. This is booming. What do you guys say? You want to open yeah. this up or what? Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Put a couple mil in here. Sick. Well, you know who's not going to be doing this? This uh, victim in the next story. She uh, was a victim of the Elon Musk Bitcoin scam. (laughs) As if it's not hard enough to navigate the crypto market. Also, in the replies is all the actual scammers. The minute you open your mouth on the subject, like there's going to be a scammer now in this because we talked about it. And it's people who impersonate somebody else and then tell you you're about to double your money with crypto and then get you to send the money. And then that's it. You just lost. I mean, in her case, she lost 9,000 British pounds, which is uh, she was going to use as a down payment a deposit on a house on a home she says it has affected me massively i wish i could have that time back go in a time machine and not make those couple of clicks good lord and you know what i put this story in here because it's worth talking about anyways because still some people don't know this stuff goes on and it happens on my tweets and it happens on everybody's tweets that you have all this lineup of people that are trying to scam you. And whether it's with all the giveaways we do as well, there's people trying to sneak in on everybody. Sure, yeah. And it's profitable for them. And every time they get somebody, they get encouraged to do more of it. Mm-hmm. So we really got to be alert. Everybody's got to be alert on this. And they're getting better. Apparently, this uh, they took her to this uh, BBC website. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it looks pretty official. Oh yeah, and that's where she got scammed. Oh yeah, and they, 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 you got to check the URL. You got to look at where you actually are. You got to just, you got to just never expect that anyone's get, wants to give you anything, unless it's me and it's a giveaway. Then I want, then I'm gonna give it to you. Yeah, but even there, it's not like everybody wins. Like it's a select number of people. Be skeptical in general, because uh, the internet is a, a wild and massive place. Got 18 million worldwide. She says, I want to raise awareness of this scam so it doesn't happen to other vulnerable people. She says, they have robbed me of my dignity, self-respect, self-worth, and strength. They have sucked all the goodness of life out of me. I mean, that's brutal. Because it's not just that they steal the money from you. You feel like an idiot as well. For sure. You, yeah. you feel like, did you ever have something happen like that to you, Will? You ever get, like, scammed or robbed or something? And all of a sudden you felt like an idiot? Like, oh. Yeah. But it was like a twenty dollar kind of thing. Still, but, but you, you, you yeah, it, it was sucked. a small dose of the wh- sure, what yeah. that's like. Yeah. And so this is in a bigger way for this particular person, but uh, that's a that's a at least there's some good can come out of it, and she can at least uh, realize the same thing, which is herself on the BBC, and now us. We say to other people, here's a chance to avoid such a thing. Be skeptical assume that nobody wants to give you any bitcoin Mm. assume that if something sounds fishy it probably is Mm -hmm. almost always the uh, model s plaid apparently has set a quarter mile record for a production car with jay leno 
So this uh, website, which goes by the name Drive Tesla Canada, apparently has a video clip of a, te I, I don't know if it's a stock Plaid Model S, but it's a production car and they have it doing a quarter mile in 9.23 seconds. They don't share the video. They just say the video is going to come out later. Uh. But this is what we have with a trap speed of 152.16 miles per hour. This would m make the Model S Plaid hold the production car record for fastest quarter mile. I'm talking, I'm talking Bugatti. It's a four-door car. I'm talking Bugatti. Mm. Level of quarter mile. And this is ever so slightly faster than that Lucid Air prototype. What's this uh, Remax? Yeah, so that's that's the the company that uh, Porsche invested in. I can't remember the, the country they're in. Maybe Croatia around there. Oh, yeah. You remember we it talked about like them? It's like a hypercar. It is a hypercar. It is a hypercar, and oh. it's. Uh, I don't think it's considered a production car yet. Oh. So that's important to know. But this thing's a monster. Obviously, it will be a monster. Different market. But worth noting, yeah, that thing right. apparently crushes as well. So anyway, the Tesla model apparently beats the Lucid Air time ever so slightly, which had the record claim when they did their test. Of course, it's important to note none of this is official, but this website claimed that they spotted Jay Leno plus a film crew, and they even spotted Jay Leno behind the wheel for an upcoming video. Now, you know Leno and Elon, they've been... Uh, hanging out in the past because they got together with the Cybertruck. Mm -hmm. You recall to show that to people. They've done some launch modes, I think. Leno was in the Roadster at one point. Like He's just, he's your guy when you talk about cars and yeah. things like this. And so this is pretty big news. Apparently there was even a moment where Leno was driving himself on a drag strip with two passengers and ran a 9.5 second. Oh, so he wasn't the one that made the quarter mile Well, record. you would never have passengers or camera people in the car for a record because you got the extra weight. Right. He yeah. didn't do that, though, like no, no, by no. himself. The 9.23 was not him, at oh, least okay. according to the initial report here. But this is big numbers and, of course, has implications for... Tesla and just for the car market in general to break these type of records. You can see the Taycan Turbo S down there at 10.4, which is already insane. Mm -hmm. And you can see that that beat the the previous Model S P100D. And then you have a bunch of supercars ahead of that. But it's also important to note that that test was by an independent company, Motor Trend, as opposed to what we have right now, which is unofficial. You don't have anybody putting a name on the line because we don't know if the car was modded any way different than right. retail like how people are actually going to buy it. So, I mean, even if you look at the Dodge Challenger <laughs> over there at 9.65, it says Dodge's claim on a prepped surface. So like whatever special tweaks. Vin found something funny. What do you got, Vin? No, that, what you just read. Dodge's claim on a prepped surface. So they went in there and they heated up the the, the asphalt for a better stick or, no, I don't know what they, what they, I don't know what they, swept onto the surface or sprayed onto the surface. I don't know. It's a giant treadmill. Just boosts their well, speed. Well, <laughs> how dare you? Yeah. Anyway, I can't wait to see the Jay Leno video. I like the Jay Leno, uh, um, Jay Leno's Garage on YouTube. Yep. So Great show. Keep an eye out for, uh, for, 
for those tests. Disney Plus subscriber growth is slowing just like Netflix is. But it's a little bit more worrisome according to CNBC here, at least in the headline, because Disney Plus doesn't make as much cash per subscriber as Netflix. It's cheaper. I don't know if you knew that. Oh. Now, they had projected around 109 million customers, but they only landed on 103.6. There was a big boost in streaming subscribers when COVID first hit. Everybody was like, give me all the streaming services. I don't know what I want to watch. What am I supposed to do with my time? Vin watched everything. There's nothing he didn't watch. Well, I wish, I mean, there's too much everything, but I. it would be nice if there was some service or filter or something. You put in your style of content mm. and then it searches the databases and then maybe... I guess gives its recommendation for best platform based on yeah. your style of content. Like you would, they would be like, "Do you like Marvel? Yes or no?" Well, and then yeah. if you check yes, then they go you towards Disney Plus. The only way I'm leaving Netflix to go to Disney, well, for I'm never gonna. No, I don't know what too I'm many gonna, crime shows. Never say well, never. <laughs> never say never. Yeah. Mm. Never say never. Netflix is making a lot of money off you, actually. Netflix per customer, this is the difference here. In the US and Canada, re average revenue per customer for Netflix, $14.25, which is up 9% from a year ago. You know, those prices go up on Netflix. Mm -hmm. uh, Disney Plus, on the other hand, only $5.61 per user. It's a cheaper service. Uh, now, the other thing is they didn't have necessarily that next hot title. Mandalorian did numbers for that. But then everybody's waiting for the next one. I wonder how many people would just cancel the subscription, mm. wait for the next time around, and then boot it up again kind of thing. But then also you had new players like HBO Max come along with all these new movies and everything else. I saw, I just got a notification from HBO Max today. They said, watch the Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, yeah. They said, you better watch it because it's leaving. Oh, is it? Yeah, so I didn't even oh. know it worked like that. I thought once it was on the platform, it's just going to be there for good. But it's actually leaving the platform. I got the notification. Mm. And I said, watch it before it's too late. So it's actually kind of interesting. But none of these other services have anything like that where you got movies, box office movies, same date. But we've talked about this on the show previously, how that all goes down. My, my streaming habits, I have all of them and I bounce around. Mm. Uh, I justify it. I say, oh, because I just, I talk about it, you know? Yeah, I'm talking about it all the time, so I want to know. I want to know what these different platforms are doing. Mm -hmm. But uh, you don't have Peacock, though, do you? No, that's too much for me. I can't go <laughs> that, that draws far. the line. Well, that's just The Office. Sure, yeah. And I can't. I can't keep watching The Office. Like I don't have a problem with The Office. Oh, oh, here's what I tell you, Will. Uh, if if you're curious at all, I can't. I don't rewatch things. I watch it one time, maximum two, never more. People will nag me and say, let's watch this classic real quick. Mm. I'm not, I don't get angry about it, but if it were up to me, I don't really rewatch re things anymore. When I was younger, I would. But I'm like him. I'm seeing like that, you know, there's so much stuff to see. I would almost always rather hunt that next thing down than rewatch the thing. So when people were telling me all you do is you just put the office reruns on and you just keep watching it over and over. I can't understand that. I can't get with it. Well, there's some classics, you know. You gotta, 
dive no. in again. What if you want to show your kids? Some people take great comfort in rewatching the same thing over, but I'm telling you, just for whatever reason, for me, it doesn't work. I just okay. feel like I'm I'm wasting time here. Okay, let me ask you this: What about uh, you want to show Godfather to your teens, teen kids? Yeah, I would show them that. Yeah, exactly. You would yeah. go back. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking more the type of thing where, n never mind the second time. Two times, sure, you might have a situation like like you just mentioned. But I'm talking to people who will watch something five, six, seven times. The same thing. Mm. Like super fans of a particular... And I'm not... By the way, I'm not... It's not I'm, trying to, yeah, I'm I, not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it's different. Yeah. I think uh, those shows that you mentioned, like The Office, it's there in the background. I don't think people are Dude, like... Dude, people do it with Seinfeld. People sure, do it with yeah. Friends. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with it's that. A sit I, I get it. It's a sitcom-y thing. Sure, yeah. What that's about. <laughs> you do that, Finn? It's like home cooking. Go ahead. Yeah, it's always there in the background. Go ahead, Finn. It's a comfort. It's a comfort. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So what are you... You're, so you're doing that then? I've done it a bit. Oh, yeah. I remember when you were on my Netflix account and I caught you doing that. When you were stealing yeah. Netflix from me... For years, actually, I don't know if you knew this, Will. I knew you had access to my viewing history. He, he was logged into my Netflix <laughs> and never logged out and just watched for years. And one time I stumbled into the viewing history. I just clicked on his profile. I don't remember how that happened, actually. Or maybe one of my no, kids did you, it. Yeah, and then you guys were all having fun with it. This guy. I did something. Uh, this guy. In like one eight-hour period, watch the entirety of no one of the one of the times. Uh, it was before it wasn't Netflix. the office. What no, was it? it was it was before Netflix. Oh no no no! Uh, I know what it is. I know what it was. It was uh, Full House. No, this that guy was, was watching the Full House show. <laughs> I saw the whole, I saw the whole it, viewing history. Hey, nothing wrong it, with that. It was like, I think it was during Christmas break <laughs> or something. And I did, I mean, I wanted to see what it was all about. If I, if no, I, but if, you watch it, you watched every, you watched the whole thing, the whole season back to back to back. I think there was a snow day for like maybe one of the days. Like the, the original. OG Full House? No, no, the no, new the one. Oh, the Fuller House. Yeah. He watched the whole Fuller House. I... <laughs> you imagine this? I had to see what it was all about. It had... It, it played a part in my childhood. I thought I owed them something. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know what else he did? Yeah. No, he, I've done... You know lots, what else he did? Yeah. And I saw it in history. No, this was... Uh, he he went absolutely this was bananas. Netflix had the. Are you still awake? Are you no, still don't watch? don't bring was, don't bring your lies it, in here. Don't bring no, your lies well, in here. It, so it would just play. Yeah, it it. Yeah. Well, I fell asleep and. Well, uh, don't let him get away yeah. with that. It was. I it was fell asleep the, when yeah. I fell asleep. He watched twenty-seven episodes of American Dad in one twenty-four-hour period. You ever heard of the show whatever. American yeah. Dad? Yeah, yeah. I still Family watch. Guy. Yeah. It's I in wow. one twenty four hour period, 
He I watched liked it better than thirty-seven. He watched thirty-six shows in one twenty-four hour period. And well, I was considering an intervention. No. <laughs> After that, he's like, he realized that I could see his watch history, and then he got his own Netflix after that. Yeah, this it, user have left the. Group. He didn't want. He didn't want me to have access to that. <laughs> did was that what happened? How did you? Why oh, are you not in there anymore? Your subscription expired. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? I still have Netflix. It didn't we can't even talk about that. You're not even. It's they have their whole thing going on now. Wait, wait, Households and sharing accounts. No, no, no. Hang on. Wait a second. Wait a second. My account expired. I still use it. I'm still in the same account. No, it expired. No you way. You didn't yet, or well, some no, somewhat something happened. I think you I think, was there a something. limit? No, no, no. no, no. I know what. It, no, 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 no. Sure, I know right. what it was. I know what it was. I got a prompt that that the de the database they wanted me to change the password. That's what it was. It was yeah. it was like a uh, it was like your your password may have been exposed in whatever yeah. it was. You need to change, it. and then I changed, it and I guess you were dead after that. Yeah. So what do you do? You got your own account now, or are you sharing with somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you taking it from now? You don't even know. No, I. Whatever. We don't need to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be embarrassed. Willie Do is sharing. It's not embarrassing. He's sharing a, all his accounts. There's a, uh, wow. You got you got like crazy stuff going on with um, mm -hmm. with YouTube Premium. You got crazy stuff going on. Oh wow! What? What do you? Don't you have like? <laughs> don't you have like multiple people are on a family plan and yeah. But they're not in a family. <laughs> Calling everyone? <laughs> How dare you? No, I don't think it's against no, the rules. No, I don't like think it's we, against any rules. We have a symbiotic relationship here. <laughs> My, I share... Uh, I share... <laughs> YouTube Premium with my sister, who is family. But uh, I have her Netflix account. <laughs> so it, it evens out. No, <laughs> see, no, I love this. Is real life. This is a real life moment. Like, this is how life works, right? This is what regular. This is how humans are operating. Sure, yeah. Like by saying that, that people can relate. They're like, yeah, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna share an account. Well, here they can relate, but Netflix does want you to but be ne under the same roof. Well, Netflix their, just their, started recently with that suggestion, right, and limiting the number of consecutive devices that can be streaming. But at the same time, they keep raising their fees too, so. Yeah, the price you threw out kinda, it wasn't, wasn't great. No, and that's USD, that's USD wow. by the way, per user, right? So you're looking at almost $15 USD average per user. Now I know on my account, I have all the premium 4K everything and it's closer to 20 in Canadian funds. So it ain't, it's not necessarily all that cheap either. So. I, I don't think you guys need to be embarrassed about any of this. I like. Well, no, I don't I'm care not, at all though. about sharing. I just. I prefer you know, the way it, Will describes it. Uh, Will describes his account sharing as symbiotic relationships. <laughs> 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 
That's much more sophisticated. I like that. Yeah. You give a little, you take a little, you know? Hey, man, I like that. Plus, you can dabble in and see the view history like I did. Uh, yeah, sure. You can see what people are watching. Yeah. But I'm not too curious <laughs> about that. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. If, if Vin uh, was on your account, you'd be curious. Uh... I don't think it's so much what I watch, just how quickly I can watch. It was a volume. It was yeah. a volume situation. Sure. Well, either way, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to judge you for watching Fuller yeah. House. I like I said, I thought I owed them. I, you know what? I don't regret it. Are you recommending other people to no, watch? No, I'm it? not. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't worth it at the end. <laughs> the twenty some odd episodes that you watched uh, no. in a row. Jeff Bezos bought a super yacht. It might be the yacht to end all yachts. Hmm. An absolute monster. Uh, maybe it cost five hundred million. They're guessing could be a half a billion on the yacht. And it may have been in production now for up to five years. You don't just snap your fingers and get a yacht, like a super yacht like this. Well, he's got a few dollars himself. His estimated net worth stands at nearly $200 billion. So that's something. The crazy part is the main yacht, because of the way it's built, is going to have these big masts coming up. And so because of that, you can't land a helicopter on it. However, you're going to have another yacht, which attaches to this yacht, which is a smaller yacht, which a helicopter can land on. Hmm. Is that it? That's how big the small yacht's going to be. So it's going to be like a tailing the bigger yacht? Features a wall made of stingray skin. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> uh, the Dutch yacht maker has not commented on the project. This is all super secret, so we don't know anything. I think oh. this is actually another yacht that they've made. Oh. We really don't know anything, just to give us an idea of what to expect. But they do crazy things with these yachts. Now, there's also some argument around what exactly uh, constitutes... A super yacht. The rumor here is that it's going to be 417 feet. Four, almost 500 feet. How long is this right here? I don't know. I feel like it's... Maybe? Jack would... Uh, whatever, whatever. It's, whatever. Just try to envision the scale of a yacht like this. Estimated cost of $500 million. <laughs> And here's the crazy part. The, the key, one of the things that's key is this helicopter landing pad. Because his new girlfriend, Lauren Sanchez, is a trained helicopter pilot. What's that, Finn? Uh, I just, these things never turn out well. What are you trying to say, the man? Uh, no, there's been, uh, the personal flying... Uh, I don't know. Well, I guess it 
goes on. You're saying? Are you telling me? You so know, she's she's dirt. She's uh, flying the helicopter. <laughs> you're not going. You're not going to go for a ride when Jeff invites you. You nervous? I don't know. The smaller yacht is also expected to be loaded with other goodies, such as cars, luxury speedboats that are inside the other yacht. And probably even a submarine, experts say. So the small yacht breaks out, and then the small yacht has speedboats in it when you really want to have some fun, and it has a submarine in it. And the helicopter can land on that one. And then that one can go to all your different destinations, and then you go back to super yacht, which is like a nation on the water. You see how this all works, right, Will? Yeah. I mean, he can literally live in here, right? Oh, God, yeah. He could run he could run Amazon and Blue Origin and everything else. Yeah. Although well, although he's kind of chilling out on Amazon a little bit by I mean at least by title. Good for him, I guess. His yacht is coming in as at over 400 feet is which is almost as big as the Great Pyramid of Giza. You ever seen that pyramid before? Not in person. I would like to. Really? It's probably pretty hot though. <laughs> Well, I'll bring one of those coolified devices. Around the neck. Yeah. That video didn't come out yet. How dare you <laughs> tease it like that? Coming soon. Go check it out. Definitely coming soon. Uh, therefore, oh, only a few jumbo super yachts like Bezos Vessel are completed each year. But high-profile projects are often done with such secrecy that builders are required to sign non-disclosure agreements. The Russian oligarch and fellow yachtsman Andrei Melnichenko is the guy that covered an entire wall in tanned stingray. Wow. Oh. Anyway, this uh, yacht business is apparently doing pretty well. You know, some people didn't do so well with the COVID. Other people did all right. They made a few bucks, and they got to put it somewhere. And they go for the super yacht. Uh-huh. What do you think? you have any desire to get out there on a boat like that? Yeah. If oh. I had the money, why not? <laughs> why not buy a super yacht? Oh, okay. Wouldn't you? I don't know. I mean, the yacht thing is interesting. I, I think about, like, where you got to put it and store it, and the bigger it gets, the more of a... Maintenance. Like, right? that, I can't yeah. help but be like, That's not, how's my yacht doing over there? Uh... How close by is it? Like, this guy's all over the world, right? He's he's here, he's there. Let me go check up on my yacht. But I guess you got so many billions of dollars. You got somebody, you got a yacht guy who lives on, who lives and manages and he, sure, it yeah. just keeps it ready to go whenever you want it. When you're ready to go, like, it's, it's all good. I know Bezos had a few people mad when he was on David Geffen's yacht when COVID first broke. And he's over there with the shirt open and the, the short shorts. Uh, the expensive short shorts would maybe it even had floral on it. And he's just having a time in the middle of Europe somewhere. And people got a little upset. They said, we're over here with the masks on. We're over here in the lineups. We're over here without the toilet paper. Yeah. And you're over there on the Geffen yacht. That's the photo, actually, with the group of them there. That's the photo where they were at. <laughs> and you see the shorts that he's wearing. It's a luxury short. I don't remember the brand. But it sold out after that. You couldn't get that short after that. I can't even see anything. The short? Look, there's a pattern on it. Uh, yeah. There okay. were some other photos that showed it a little bit better. But all these people, 
you know, it's the high profile types. Real wide with that stance. Well, he needs room to he needs <laughs> room to breathe, dude. Uh, you know, you can understand that. That's Geffen on the left over there, and he's famous for the yacht. And so obviously Bezos had this experience. He's like, I I see your your yacht, and I raise you a hundred feet. But that's a yacht itself, ain't it? Yeah. That's a building in huh. the sea. That's a yacht itself, though. Yeah. Very so cool. anyway, that's what you do, Willie. Do when this when when uh, after this show becomes successful, then that's what you do. Mm -hmm. Here's hoping. Remember the Starbucks guy with the crazy order? I don't know if Vin saw this story. This mm -hmm. went viral. You can pause that, Will. Oh, this God. is. Oh, you want to jump right into it? Well, I. You want to mm -hmm. jump right into it? This if, is well. If I'm ordering <laughs> for someone, I try and cap it at six. Six orders. Well, or six instructions. Sure, yeah. Six? Yeah. That's quite a few. Yeah, I know. I, I'm amazed that you have six. No, not me. What? Someone else. Someone else. Someone else in your life? Yeah. If Or or if I'm ordering for, I try and anyone else. Wait a, wait, a, wait, a, wait a sec. You had a formal conversation about the number of mods and you came in at six? Yeah, five, six. Wow. That's more than I thought for you. I thought you would be more like four. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'd like to be at four. Yeah, it's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. Well, this guy named Edward, he sent in this order. I believe it had 14 yeah. mods. And it was it was some some wild mods. I'm talking four pumps this, five pumps that, honey cream, double blended. I mean, it was just mod city. Now, this particular... Starbucks employee posted this onto social media saying something along the lines of uh, on this episode of why I want to quit my job. Yeah. It goes viral. And then every, all these other baristas, they put their replies saying, I'll show you I'll up that. And then they show their craziest order of photos. Now, when it happened, I thought, oh, that's a fun viral thing. Also, people are crazy. Also, people are bored. And anything else doing all this stuff and putting in these these orders through their various ordering apps where they just feel like they can check boxes like crazy. Not caring, I suppose, that it throws a big wrench in the in the chain of how things happen at a place like Starbucks. And one order like that comes in, it's not it's shutting down a lot of other things. Because mm -hmm. it's so specific and takes so long. Ooh, wow, first name. So maybe it no, no, it's just all first names now. Or just volume. So, so wow. here. All of this. Yeah, that's, I mean, we're talking about, yeah. yeah. I didn't even, you can determine the number of. Pumps. Oh, Vin, 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 Vin. You ain't seen nothing, man. The, the level of customization people are doing, they are, people are out of control, right? Now, Starbucks, when it goes viral, they come and say, this is who we are. We make it your way. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> two, two matcha powder, 12 banana blonde, two affogato add shot, two cascara topping, two pumps honey blend. I don't even know what that is at, at that point. 12 pumps cocoa powder, one pump pineapple ginger syrup, chocolate powder, one pump caramel sauce, one pump... Vanilla, two add frap chips, pump with classic syrup, pump.
pump of toffee nut syrup. I mean, it goes on. It goes on and on forever. Now, Starbucks came out when it went viral, and they said, you get it however you want. We are Starbucks. And they actually weren't all that happy about it because it's a reputation over there. You're going to get it your way no matter what the baristas say. And the thing was, the original tweet, the barista didn't say, hey, look at this crazy order. They said on this episode of why I want to quit my job today. And I knew when it happened, I said to Will, man, they're not going to like that language. Because they're trying to put this image out that that's a place you want to have a job, not a place that you lament having a job. And so what happened now, Vin? What happened now? They had to fire that barista. Wow. The original. That's right. The viral, the most viral one. Why is it this so... Is, this is jo- uh, Josie Morales. And Josie Morales says, I don't. Uh, they don't regret joking about the customer's elaborate frappuccino order saying, I feel like it brought some light upon how crazy orders can be. Now, on the other thing to mention, they got in touch. They actually tracked down the person who made the order. Don't ask me how. The Edward, who does not want their last name to be shared. Edward's drink had 13 modifications. And uh, his reply was, once I was made aware that my order had gone viral, I found Josie on Instagram and reached out to make sure he didn't get into any trouble for posting it. This uh, Edward is an LA-based project manager and home health care aide who declined to give his last name. That's who made the order. I wanted to let him know that he didn't do anything wrong. It's definitely an order people could find funny. This is what Edward says. Anyway, it doesn't seem to have mattered because the original uh, Starbucks employee has been fired. And I sort of felt like it was going to happen. Not necessarily because of the post, but because of the caption. Implying this is not a place that, on this episode of why I want to quit my job. It was a very key, and it was a, it's a meme, and you know they didn't mean it, but whatever. So everyone's Way supposed to believe that everyone going into work everywhere, every day, is having the best time of their life. Just like you on this show right here, Vin. Uh, <laughs> great time. Yeah, no, it's unrealistic. It's crazy. It's obviously crazy, but I get it. It just went so viral. So it goes sometimes, but... You know what? I think Josie Morales is going to uh, turn this into something anyway. Hopefully. Turn this into something. Uh, did you know that mammals can breathe through their intestines? They can breathe, through, uh, including yourself, that you can get oxygen. Uh, you can breathe some oxygen through your butt. Oh. Really? This is a new study. Now that they dealt with the respiratory illnesses... They're desperately looking for alternatives when the lungs are no longer delivering the oxygen. And so they're testing with mammals to see if it's possible to get the oxygen into the system, an alternative path. And so they have targeted the intestinal tract. They have targeted your butt. And they went in there and they created some abrasions in there. And they took mice and they took rats and they took pigs. Then they put them in a hostile situation. They put them in a situation with less than optimal oxygen conditions. And they tracked what happened to those that weren't being fed this liquid product. 
versus those that were up the rear end. And those that were, were doing better. They were lasting longer. It was kind of working a little bit. When pressed for oxygen, some fish and sea cucumbers will use their lower intestines to get a little extra out of their environment. These Japanese researchers say mammals are also capable of respirating through their rectal cavity, at least in a lab setting. This is serious stuff. I know it sounds funny. But in a pinch, if your lungs are out of commission... No, I don't... Then, it's life or death. I don't even know how to try and think about making that work you don't have to let them take care of it for you you just got to bend over <laughs> the experiment while deserving while disturbing was designed to find new ways to save the lives of people whose lungs are failing the treatments prolonged the animal's survival in a low oxygen setting by staving off respiratory failure. Mice were given both gas and liquid oxygen delivery methods, while rats and pigs received the liquid-only treatment. The gaseous, gaseous oxygen <laughs> ventilation required abrading the animal's gut lining so that the oxygen could enter the bloodstream because of the abrasive element. And the, since the researchers didn't expect the gas ventilation to be clinically feasible in humans, they came up with the uh, liquid transport by the looks of it. Crazy stuff. So it's like going halfway up. The pigs, mice, and rats were rectally injected with the oxygen-rich liquid. The mice that received the treatment walked farther and more oxygen reached their hearts. In the pigs, the color came back to the animal's skin, which also got warmer and their oxygen levels improved. Uh. Quick injection. Keep you ticking. A little bit longer. The lungs are healing. It's kind of cool, no? Mm. I mean, it's a little disturbing, but kind of cool, no? Science? You, ne you never looked at your butthole like that before. No. You might it's all new. In the future, that might save your life, that butthole. <laughs> you never expected yeah, it. good times. All right, here's the last one. Woman says $26 million winning lottery ticket destroyed in the washing machine. Woman claims that her California lottery ticket ended up in the laundry. Uh, is this real? Ooh, are you skeptical? Of course, yeah. Something like this. Anyone can say that they lost their lottery ticket in a dryer or the wash. The winning Super Lotto Plus ticket for the November 14th drawing was sold in an Arco AMPM convenience store in the Los Angeles suburb of Norwalk. Thursday was the last day to redeem it. So, the window's been missed. Nobody redeemed it. Hmm. And she lives in, like, Australia. <laughs> the store managers told KTLA-TV that surveillance video showed the woman who bought the ticket, and she's known to store workers. A copy of the video surveillance was turned over to California lottery officials. They're going to investigate. Mm. It's not very often, actually, that a big win isn't claimed. It's very rare. Yeah. So that adds a little bit of credence to her suggesting that she had that ticket. 
However, normally, if you don't have the physical ticket, you need to have like real photos of the front and back. Mm. Something like this to prove that you actually sure, had yeah. in your possession at any point. Otherwise, mm. it, like you said, it could be fraud all the time. But even then, like taking a picture could be fraudulent. Could be. Right? Could be, but it's helpful. It's better than nothing. But yeah, it's better than nothing. If the prize isn't claimed, then $19.7 million will go to California public schools instead. And the store that sold the ticket will get a $130,000 bonus. Um, dating back to 1997, there's only four prizes that haven't been claimed, $20 million or more, uh, including a $63 million prize from 2015, never claimed. Wow. This is the Los Angeles area we're talking about. All right, so let's say you don't get the money. Let's say they don't give it to you. And let's say it's legit. You did have that $26 million ticket. You did put it in the washer. You did destroy it. Um, what would I do in that situation? I mean, I would go to the store and be like, hey, give me all your camera tapes. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. I'm sure you have something recorded. Mm -hmm. Let's just figure it out. Yeah, but those cameras aren't going to see the actual ticket specifically. To well, see you yeah. in the store, you could have had any ticket. Sure, yeah. But at least it gives, like, there's some proof there that I was... Okay, and what if, what if at that point they there. tell you they tell you it's not enough? Uh, well, I should have been taking a picture of it then. I don't know. What else can you do? Can they not match up security camera footage? To the sale? Timestamp, yeah. Does the, is there no record of the numbers sold through a machine at a given time? There sure should be. Wow. Now. There sure should be. Yeah. What I'm, what I'm trying to get at is if you lost $26 million, oh, You got to let it go. You can't. Excuse uh, me? Well, well, you got to try. Uh, well, you no. Yeah. You do, okay. Me, if you actually believe, you'd try a bit. But after that, if there, if there was... How how does she know for sure she won? A lot, she pe a lot of people play the same numbers over and over and over. And then they see the numbers come up as the winner, and they go, those are my numbers. And then they go hunting for their ticket, and they're like, oh, yeah. That ticket's in the laundry. Ticket's gone. Yeah. See, this is the problem with the ticket. If she had a plate on her phone, like tap her phone or something. Yeah, like exactly. There's a lot of value on a piece of paper. Yeah. But I guess that's how it works, how it has worked lose 26 million let me ask you this you wash the ticket you lose the ticket you lose the 26 million vin says you move on do you keep playing the lottery <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you think lightning can strike twice eh. yeah sure why not all right Good luck.